Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with uh, with your with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric specific show. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams, and with me as always is the one and only Ed Easy Smith, he played professional baseball and also played in the National Football League. He is vested, and that is an important thing. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. A little better than some of our Cardinals out there with all these injuries popping up. Man, you would think it was midseason already, bro. Man, all right, so we're going to get into that. So, again, thank you for those that are tuning in. We bring you our brand of how we break down the the National Football League, and in particular, the Arizona Cardinals. And uh, and so we're going to get into the week one matchup. And, by the way, we are now two days a week, so Mondays and Thursdays. Mondays and Thursdays, tell a friend to tell a friend how it goes down in the streets, man. But we are going to be breaking down the, uh, the, the week one opponent, the matchup with the Kansas City Chiefs. And so, as Ed so eloquently put it, there's some things that are on the injury report. So we're going to talk about, of course, the breakdown of the Kansas City Chiefs, the Arizona Cardinals. Take a look at some of the two. We'll, we'll mention, of course, since, since this is week one, some of the stats from 2021. Take a look at the injury report where the Arizona Cardinals are concerned. Uh, get Ed's thoughts on how important is it for the Arizona Cardinals to come through the first quarter of the season at maybe 2-2, two and two, given the fact that they got to go against the Chiefs, play at the Raiders, uh, home to the home to the Rams and then at the Panthers. How can the how can the Cardinals win this game? I don't think Ed thinks it can, but how can they win this game? And then uh, first game jitters. I wanted to get Ed's thoughts on first game jitters. What's that's like? What that's like when when the bullets are flying for real? You know the preseason rust while the bullets fly, trying to get that rust off, and then the game prediction of of course. But so let's get to it. Let's get to it easy. So there we came out today as we record this that Rondell Moore, if that's not the blackest name I'd ever heard, man. But uh <laughs> Rondell Moore is uh is is questionable at best. He had to go undergo an MRI today for a hamstring. Uh, we know about some things going on with in terms of Marcus Golden. I'm sure you read and heard the same things that I have. Is Marcus Golden to hold in, as they say, because he did, he didn't play, of course, any preseason, um, all that. So is he kind of because he wants a new contract? Uh, Zach Ertz. He's their game. They're, they're both game day decisions. I also saw a report that had our center as a game time decision as well. We know that your favorite player in the whole wide world, <laughs> your favorite player in the whole wide world, <laughs> he is, uh, why is his name escaping me now? J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt. J.J. Right. Watt is, uh, is a game time decision as well because he's dealing with some stuff with his, I want to say it's with his knee, if I'm not mistaken. But so your thoughts on this, on this, the injury report as it stands, sometimes teams can use that as uh as just to kind of keep the their opponent on their toes as to not know what to expect. But your thoughts on this on this activity early on? I'm a little confused, Jay, because we went this whole offseason 
protecting <sighs> all of our assets like there were, you know, fine china imported from, you know, across the seas. Didn't want anything <laughs> to happen to them. Couldn't put them in harm's way. So we yes. played nobody during the preseason. Then you get, you know, there's these reports that all these guys are hurt. J.J. Watt is actually a calf. You got yes, uh, yes, thank you. Um, Golden with the toe, Hudson for rest. Rest from what? I mean, that's like going on vacation and come back and saying, "Man, I gotta get away." I mean, <laughs> I don't understand this. I really don't. And then here's okay. the thing with these soft. I want you to keep a track on something, Jay. With these soft, soft tissue injuries, tissue injuries. When you're playing a sport like football, it's revving up. It's getting. You know, this is stuff that usually. The, the stuff that we do to start the preseason, you'll have a lot of these to start, you know, early in camp, hamstrings, quads, you know, calves, stuff like that. And you work through those or you yes. get those taken care of. Then you kind of have that callus built up and you get into the season. We've got guys yes. who have not turned it up a notch yet, haven't turned it up since Ooh. January of this year in terms Ooh. of actual game time, uh, you know, uh, action. And now you're seeing all of a sudden we got guys with toes, calves, hamstrings. I mean, it's, hey, it's unbelievable. Knees and toes. I'm just saying, bro. Yeah, who yeah. <laughs> so, bro, and here's the thing. This is not the time to be going. To, I mean, these are injury reports, the length of them. This is yeah. like week six, seven, eight injury reports. Because mm-hmm. you got to remember, bro, we're just getting ready to start the season. Once you start, you either have to sit guys down so they can get fully healthy or they have to work through that stuff. Another thing, like with, and I'm, you know, I'm not going to pick on JJ Watt, but right. I'm going to pick on JJ Watt here a little bit. He <laughs> okay. did go through COVID and everything like that. Totally understandable. Right. But now he has the calf. I guess they would have to explain how that happened. But you know how little action and older JJ Watt has had getting ready to go into the season? That makes him even more injury prone. And that scares me to death. You know, we, he's a game time decision. We get him out there. And next, you know, he's down uh, off the off the uh, uh, out of the lineup for four to six weeks. This is I'm not, this is when you're supposed to be your healthiest of the season, especially if you planned it accordingly for that. Ooh, interesting. And also, speaking of injuries, Cardinals placed uh, quarterback Colt McCoy on the IR. So, you know, so your man, so so McSorley, he's he's up to number two now. So, so at least he has some reps in case he has to get in. We already know what's up. Yeah, that maybe they knew something all along, and they were, yeah, you know. So. But what, what I don't understand is maybe there was a day they had to wait to officially put uh, uh, Colt on the IR so he would be eligible in four weeks or something like that. But I, you know, there was this has just been one head scratcher after another in terms of how are guys getting injured. It's like somebody getting in a car accident, Jay. You're like, where'd you go? Nowhere. I just stayed in the house. <laughs> 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 you're a fool, man. I'm just saying. Oh my God! So, and then, but it, but uh, as I mentioned, the aforementioned uh, Zach Ertz, he didn't practice on Wednesday, but it looks like he did practice today, if I'm not mistaken. As we record this, this is Thursday. So I thought we would see the opposite. He actually practiced lightly yesterday. Let's see. Let me pull that up. If my screen wants yeah. to, it uh, could be either way. Yeah, you might be right there as my screen is starting to, but it, it does have me say that I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit worried about my. Well, I think I had the prediction that they would. Uh, did, what did I say? I have my, I have my sheet here, so I can always grab it. Yeah, I had this as a loss for the Arizona Cardinals. 
Jacksonville. So I guess that wouldn't matter much, but it does, doesn't bode well for the start of the season. That's for sure. So again, let me scroll down here. Yeah, returns to practice for the Cardinals. So, yeah, so I'll get into that in just a second. But let's break down the Kansas City Chiefs, and then we'll come back to the Cardinals in terms of how what we're looking at there. So the Kansas City Chiefs, we know that they made the playoffs last season. Um, they come in with, with with losing one of their uh, big firepower offensive weapons with Hill, but they still have the their wonderful uh, tight end. They still have speed, but not the same speed as a hill, right? But, but of course they have Mahomes at quarterback, uh, and their defense for the most part has always been a little bit suspect when you think about as you break, as you break them down. But when we look at the Kansas City Chiefs coming in, they've, they've had more of their starters get some of those reps that you talk about are so important just to have nothing else, just to, to, to dust off, shake off some of that rust that, that a lot of teams will be experiencing the first four weeks of the season, that first quarter of the season. How do you, when looking at the Kansas City City Chiefs, how do you look at them and how do you think that they, what, what are your thoughts on the Kansas City Chiefs coming in for week one? Well, I think they had a well thought out process in terms of how to attack their offseason and their training camp. One of the things that I do like about the Chiefs, as you mentioned, they did get Mahomes and some of those guys out there on the field. They had new pieces coming in, Jay. Obviously, you lose a Tyreek Hill and maybe some of your philosophy changes as an offense. You maybe some of your play calling, you no longer have that huge over the top threat or, you know, uh, Tyreek could always break out. He could turn a two yard bubble route into an 80 yard touchdown. You no longer have that, but you have these other pieces that you brought in a Juju Smith, Marquez Valdez Scanting, and they drafted a rookie, Sky Moore. So why not, you know, we're going to practice hard, but also let's go out in preseason and tips a little bit, see what it looks like. I like the fact that they played some of their guys, obviously. You've got one of the best quarterbacks in the games. You have one of the two of the best minds as far as offensive coordinator and, uh, you know, head coach. Uh, so, you know, defensively, we've always known that that's not their strength. But here's the thing. Are you going to be ready, meaning Arizona Cardinals, are you going to be ready to score with them in this game right out of the blocks when you haven't even so much as, you know, we talk, you and I talk all the time about timing about familiarity. We're, I mean, we just, we're coming two or three days from the game. Now all of a sudden Rondell Moore might not even be there. So guess what? Andy Isabella, all that work that you got in the preseason, Ooh, man. Yes, okay. Only problem though, Jay, who do you get that work with? <laughs> it wasn't Kyler Murray. I mean, so all these You're things, that you, everything is working against you because in my opinion of the way you approach this off season and I mean, we'll see because you you know, like I said, if they, if they come out and they start out the season six or two or something like that, I might have to go hide somewhere because you know they're gonna make me look like a fool. But they gonna be coming lumps, for you. I, That's I, all right. You know, I take my lumps accordingly. I got to keep it real. I'm just not a fan of how we approach this off season and getting ready to go into the season. Now it's time to put up or shut up. Here's something that you mentioned when you talked about Mahomes and so maybe having to look at this offense a little bit differently because again, while you mentioned that they have uh, Juju Smith Schuster and, and so with, uh, and with Scantling and with, uh, what is it, uh, Hardman as well. We got, mm-hmm. um, we got, uh, Travis Kelsey. But when we talk about if you're used to being able to have that home run threat all the time and now you might have to be able to put more drives together. Do you wonder, and again, we're only concerned about this one game sample size, but do you wonder if Mahomes will get a little bit antsy because he's used to being able to just go deep and do all those big things instead of having to put maybe seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve 10, 12 play drives together? 
I think the loss of Tyreek Hill actually works in their favor because of how teams started to attack them last year with that sell over the top. And it was like they were still trying to fit that round or square peg to the round hole when they were throwing it, going against defenses that were specifically set up to, to stop what they, you know, did. So what they do, they started a little less of the over the top, a little more dink and dunk, take what's in front of you. That's going to open things up for uh, how to forget to mention Travis Kelsey underneath. He should right. have a field day. And I think because of last year's experience, they started to see. Now imagine this day if you they teams were able to shut them down or at least slow them down a little bit with Tyree Kill. Now yeah. so you know you don't have Tyree Kill, that means that your philosophy must change. Otherwise, you're you you know what's that thing about? The, the definition of insanity. You know, yes, you to, now you're doing it, trying to do it without that main weapon. So the fact that they had experience going against that last year, which might have changed their philosophy, obviously with the loss of uh, Hill, now it's like we're prepared for that. So we could see a whole lot more efficient Mahomes, and maybe that taught him a lesson. We don't have to get this in three plays all the time. If it's got a 10-play drive, hey, that's cool with us as long as we end up with uh, somebody spiking the ball in the end zone or kicking it through the goalpost. Okay. So what about if we look at the defense for the Kansas City Chiefs? They run that 4-3 defense. Um, you know, over the – the offensive side of the ball is where they is where they really put more of their, their – invest their resources, right? But how are we feeling about do you think that the defense, especially coming in week one where we just don't know what a team is, we know what, what they did the last season or maybe some of the changes that they've made, but there's still that unknown for that first quarter of the season before you figure out who a team is in this present season. Any 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 weaknesses that you see over there where the Cardinals might be able to take advantage of something? Well, let me just put it this way, TJ. I've done probably <laughs> four fantasy drafts so far, and okay. then not one of those four fantasy drafts has anybody picked the Kansas City Chiefs uh, defense. So that's okay. yeah, that tells you something yes. right there. They're yes, not sir. built on defense. What their job as a defense is to do is uh, slow you down, don't give stuff up over the top, make it tough on you, a stop, a real crucial stop or two per game, because we know our offense is going to be rolling. It's going to get to a point. And you don't have to always, you don't want to get to the point where you're winning games all the time, 37, 34, 36, 35. But they're going to do that every now and then. The thing for the Chiefs defense, if we can hold to about 17, 20, 24, we know our offense is going to be more than likely putting up more points than that. So, it's one of those things. There, they are a bend don't break type. We saw what happened last year when the offense wasn't good and the defense was not bending, but they were getting broke. That's when the problems start. As long as they can keep from giving up big plays, keep things in front of them, um, you know, stop the opponent's run game, which shouldn't be too hard against the Cardinals because we particularly don't have one. Uh, they're going to be in pretty good shape when they play teams like us. Okay, so what about this? So looking at, and you bring up a good point in terms of when when you talk about the the defense again. Looking at 2021, so if we points four, so points four for the Kansas City Chiefs, they were fourth, 28.2 points a game. Points against 21.4, and that was eighth in terms of in out of out of the 32 teams in the league. which defensive stat, if any, is it points against or is it what is there a particular defensive metric or stat that makes you say that you look at it and say that's a defense, that's a good defense or a bad defense? Is it points against? Is is it is it you know third down? What what is there a particular stat that you look at? 
I look at a couple of different things. One is time of possession. Uh, it's very important that you can get your defense off the field, you know, let your offense do the work. The other is third down conversion uh, because that percentage, if you keep that low, that means you're forcing teams that have to get out there either kick a punt or field goal. I like those. Uh, as far as, like, points for and stuff, we all know, Jay, that some of these games, you know, especially if they're shootouts or if yes. you're getting blown out in the game, sometimes those stats are a little lopsided. So I don't necessarily look at points for and against that much. But like I said, time possession, third down, efficiency. And then, like I said, if you uh, – oh, the other one is without goes without saying, turnovers. Your turnover oh, yeah. margin is incredibly important. You take the right. ball away more than you give it away, then more than likely you're going to be winning more games than you lose. Okay, so let's go to – the Arizona Cardinals, who believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So if we look at the Arizona Cardinals, we know Kyler Murray is going to be starting. Uh, if you look at the depth chart is in terms of what it looks like now, James Conner will be the starting running back. We had Eno James that will, Eno Benjamin, pardon me, that will be backing him up. We have uh, Marquise Brown, A.J. Green, questionable Rondell Moore, so we don't know. Maybe it's, that's going to be interesting to see how that will Greg Dortch be somebody who ends up getting uh, getting that start of the third wide receiver slot. But uh, Zach Ertz, again, questionable right now. Uh, Trey McBride backing him up. And then we have DJ Humphreys. We have Justin Pugh, some of these wonderful guys that you like on, on the offensive line. <laughs> as, as I say that, are you – and so uh, Justin Pugh is questionable. Rodney Hudson is questionable. So Rodney Hudson, of course, being the center. How do you feel about DJ Humphreys? I've never really asked you about how you feel about him. Do you think that he's a serviceable uh, offensive tackle? How, how do you feel about him? You know, Jay, that's a good question. I'm, I'm kind of – it's like an incomplete grade for me. I This season is going to tell me a lot in terms of whether he's serviceable or not. As you know, I've always said we have to – this organization, if they're not looking at the situation we're in with this offensive line, and regardless of how the season goes, successful or not successful, offensive line to me is something they absolutely 100% have to address, not waiting for the draft, meaning you got to go out and approach some of these high-end free agent guys, try to get them in here. We all know that Rodney Hudson, he's a a couple of – uh, minutes away from deciding, you know, maybe I'm done, you know, that type of thing. So you can't yeah. plan on him any further than this season. So this mm-hmm. is something they have to address. DJ Humphreys, I mean, with, you know, with, oh, let me ask you a question. If you are a starting quarterback in the NFL, how comfortable would you be dropping 35, drop back 35 times knowing that DJ Humphreys had your blind side? That's the big question. If you ask any quarterback, there are a lot of quarterbacks who are like, man, I know that dude who got me, you know. No, not yeah. a worry at all. Not a worry in the world. That's why he yeah. didn't pay all that money. How yeah. comfortable would you be dropping back 35 times with somebody coming off the edge uh, with, with DJ Humphreys got your back? That's always the biggest question. Interesting. So, you, yeah, you bring up a good point there. So, we if we look at the defensive side of the ball for the Arizona Cardinals, of course, we have the questionable J.J. Watt at left defensive end. We got those tackle Rashard Lawrence. We have Zach Allen at right defensive end. We have uh, uh, the, the weak side linebacker, uh, Dennis Gardeck. We have uh, Zayvon Collins, left inside linebacker. We, we call have Isaiah Sam- Isaiah Simmons, he will be calling defensive plays for at least the first uh, first week of the season. We got Marcus Golden again. Is he a hold in? One of those things where look, I'm I'm gonna act like I'm a play. I'm here, but I'm not really playing. Ooh, I got that lingering toe issue. I got that lingering big. 
toenail issue, whatever it is, but something, right? And so we got so if he doesn't play, then Majay Sanders will will start in his spot. And one of those things where you're trying to prove a point, like, well, go ahead and let the rookie start, and then you'll see how much I'm worth. And then we have on the, the uh, quarterback position, we got Byron Murphy. We have uh, Jalen Thompson will be uh, will be starting at the strong safety. The, we know Buda Baker at free safety. And then we have uh, Marco Wilson, who they demoted. And then, of course, we had an injury with Antonio Hamilton. So then, I mean, with, uh, with, uh, yeah, with, yeah, with Antonio Hamilton. So that's going to necessitate him to, to get back into the starting position at, at, uh, at right quarterback position. I mean, the defense, I mean, there are a lot of, th- a lot of question marks. That's why it was so surprising when I did the, when I did my prediction and I came up with 10. 10 wins and I'm going to get to what ESPN on a kind of a, a, a generated kind of computerized thing, what they thought the, the Cardinals record would be. That made me laugh out loud, but <laughs> if there are some definite question marks, especially on the defensive side of the ball. We don't know how that, that inside line, the, both of those inside linebackers are going to do, especially Zayvon Collins as he was anointed the guy that was supposed to be calling plays on the defensive side of the ball. But what? How do you how do you think this defense? Because we know that they're coming up against what what should be a high powered offense in the Kansas City Chiefs. I guess the the the, the good thing about this particular game, Zay, is it's the first one of the season. Okay. If the Chiefs were coming in here week four, five, six, and we've seen them like just mowing people down, I'd be like, oh my god. The the the, the best part of this game is game number one. Right. We don't know how. You know, all, even all that preseason work that they got, hopefully they're, you know, we, we don't know how fine-tuned they are. We don't know how uh, sloppy we might be. And it might all work out where it's just everybody out there trying to feel their way. And, you know, we, we turn this into a game. My fear, though, Jay, is that with all those weapons and right. the fact that I'm just, you know, Mahomes and Andy Reid, and they take this stuff seriously, man. Start the season ending. And- Wait a minute. <laughs> so why why you saying like that, man? Why you say it like that? I'm just saying the mentality of this Cardinals team <laughs> from our head coach down. Okay. I told you on Saturday. I read okay. something to you on Saturday where our head coach literally said. Speak on it. Speak on Yes, we didn't mention that the other day. Speak on that. He said, how can I tell my players that they have to go, and I'm paraphrasing. I can pull it up if you want me to to get the exact quote. He said, how can I tell my players to go out there and play in preseason games when the Rams don't? Because look what the Rams do. They've won that way. So how can I tell my players that they have to go out there? And you know my answer to you, Cliff Kingsbury? Because you're the damn coach. That's how you can tell them to go out there. Because your philosophy is, I want my guys to get at least a little work. But here's the thing. His players have been sitting there whining about, well, look, they don't hit in preseason. They don't play anybody in the preseason games. Why should we have to go out there and do it? And that's why I'm saying to you, the Chiefs are taking this seriously. The Chiefs know to get a little to, to be good, you gotta practice like you wanna be good. You gotta go out there and get a little preseason in, maybe do a little more than uh, the and I guarantee you, Andy Reid, I've been in an Andy Reid system before system before. I played right. for the man. Right. I know how important, you know, preparation is to him. I'm not even sure, like I said, we got guys who are, you know, taking rest days and we haven't even got to the regular season yet. Bruh, They're trying I to mean, be ready for the second half, man. Okay. <laughs> I am just so confused at the approach of that. Think about it, Jay. Think about everything you did at the end of last year. You faltered down the hill, but you did get into the playoffs. We right. took a beating, but there was a whole bunch of teams that couldn't say they made it to the playoffs. How much 
what would we have gained by, hey, let's build on that. Let's not let's go out and be better than we were last year. That means we might have to put a little more extra work in, though. We've had a quarterback that, you know, could care less about getting into a game, who he's throwing to, because apparently as soon as we get to the Saturday, there must be a switch somewhere in the, in the building over there where they, they – I mean, we just don't know. It's like that red button that the president has, right? It's some top right. secret. But they, yes, somebody sir. just – somebody's opened it up. We need the two keys to put in there simultaneously so we can turn them and get ready because come Sunday morning at 1 o'clock Arizona time, boom, we're going to hit it and we're going to yes, go. Sir. Yes, that's the way. I guess that's the way we plan on going into this season. This is going to be the best season ever. I swear, it's going to be the best season. It's going to be. It's going to be so good. It's going Here's to be the thing, late. Jay. Yo, I, I'm ready and willing to take whatever comes my way. I no, but this is going to be cool because it's not as if we're it's not as if we're both just indifferent. I mean, we have opinions, and that's the cool thing: having opinions and not being not malicious in the opinions that we have. It's just the observations and things that we have. I'm just again for those who are listening, you thinking, man, that is being real hard. If you listen to our if you listen to our radio show every Saturday on on Easy Easy Sports Talk 1060 AM KDUS 1060 10 10 AM to noon uh, Arizona time. I'm hard on Devin Booker. I, I'm the dude that's always I'm the dude when I say eight and when I say Ed is hate, 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 hate on Kyler and and Cliff. I'm the dude that hate, hate, hate on on Devin because I have such high expectations for him and they seem to annoy him in, in terms of in the valley. So strong opinion and then oftentimes you're looking at me saying, Well, they ain't the finals, Jay. Yeah, they are. I gotta give credit. I gotta give credit where credit is due. So it's gonna be a fun season for sure. So let me ask you this. So we know how this breaks down. We we talked about the defense. I, that's gonna be a question mark in terms of how we think that's going to go. Kyler, is he coming out strong at the gate? Is he coming out strong? Is he, I mean, we, I, is, there's so many question marks, right? We don't know if Rondell, because Rondell, when I say Rondell, like, that makes me think of my uncle with, with the cigarette hanging out of his mouth saying his name is Wendell. So when I think of Rondell, I think <laughs> of Wendell. But uh, are, the, are the Cardinals going to come out firing on all cylinders? I, I don't know. I, because we haven't seen anybody play in the preseason. So there's so many question marks when it comes to how the offense will start. But we have the super small sample size of last year in week one where they surprised us for at least the first three weeks of the season offensively. I'll tell you, there's an advantage to not showing anybody ever anything, Jay, is that we have no, not just, not to just we have no idea what the Cardinals are going to do coming out of the blocks, so do the Chiefs. The Chiefs literally have to go back to last year, the end of the season, pick some of those games, because you're not going to look at the preseason games because nobody was playing in those. They're going to have to go back to last year's games, start formulating an idea, well, this could be their game plan. So they're playing in a disadvantage, as we know. But the problem is, so is our offense and defense, because none of these guys have gone out there and gotten any what I call serious work in, Right. Timing with your quarterback. Bruh, it is so easy to go out there seven on seven and then even in the, the, the nine on seven drills, but everybody's instructed, stay up, don't hit, don't tackle, that type of thing. Guys yeah. get out there and they put their best moves on. They catch the ball and they do that nice little trot for a couple of yards after they catch it, right? Now all of a sudden, these dudes, for the first time since last year, are be going across the middle, catching balls, and the dudes in the other color are coming to knock your head off. And it takes a little while to adjust and get ready for that. Our little, our young man, Kyler Murray, he hadn't had anybody chasing him since what the Rams did to him back in January. You yeah. think the, you think the Chiefs gonna be like, this is thud drill. 
You know, we can't hit anybody. We got to stay up. <laughs> Bruh, I guarantee they got an attack to, you know, up the field, uh, contain, pressure up the middle, and we're going to try to make this man uncomfortable. And, bruh, I, you ask me what I think I'm going to see from Kyle. I don't know because we haven't seen anything, but at the same time, they haven't done anything to get ready for this, and that scares me a little bit. And that's mm-hmm. why I say, and I'll throw this out at you, Jay, one last thing. Be prepared because there's been no conditioning to get you ready for this 60 minutes. This yes. isn't whistle, hey, let's change groups and that. This is now 60 minutes, conditioning, yeah. offensive line, holding, procedure calls, because uh, yeah. all these things happen when the game speeds up. And these are things, when you think, well, what's the difference? Everybody's going to have penalties. We're, if we have an excessive amount of penalties, that means there's a possibility a penalty or two could take us out of a drive that could lead us to, you know, maybe taking control of this game. I just worry because we have not done any work and all these things are going to be factored in. The good thing, Jay, is come Monday night or Sunday night, Monday morning, when we do our next podcast, we're going to know. So we're not going to have to worry about um, pretending or trying to figure this out. We're going to see what's coming up here uh, just a couple of days or so. Yes, indeed. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals before we get into a couple of other things, before we let you head out into that good afternoon, good evening, or good night. So the, <laughs> ESPN, they ran, uh, they have uh, the their, their NFL, what is it, their NFL FPI, um, where essentially it's kind of a predictor of sorts. So ESPN FPI. And so a, a predictor on how teams will perform, what their records will be, kind of how they're favored in games, the percentage, winning percentage. It's all this, all this uh, algorithmic, uh, algebraic calculus, all this good stuff. And your record that you had for the Arizona Cardinals was eight and nine. Correct? Eight and nine. Mm-hmm. I had ten and seven, and even that, I was thinking, man, did I ten and seven? Did I say that right? And <laughs> and, and I was looking at it, and <laughs> ESPN's FBI, FPI, pardon me, has the Cardinals at a likely thirteen and four record in two thousand twenty-two. Um, I'll just <laughs> chill for a second to let you respond to that. How do you go minus Chandler Jones? Um, even Christian Kirk, you got all these pieces going. Uh, Hopkins on a six-game suspension, no start to season. The only thing we did was re-sign our backup quarterback. We bought Will Hernandez over from the Giants and a couple other pieces. And we're supposed to be better than last year with an even tougher record or uh, schedule. I have no idea how they came up with that one, bro. I, I'm, you know, I, I, I if. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost ready to say something real crazy. I would do X, Y, Z if the Cardinals hit that record. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm, I'm not going to do it. Okay. I, but I'm really – I'm very confident the Cardinals are not getting to 13 wins in this division playing against the AFC uh, West as well. No, not this year. Just so you know, so before we get into the last – as we come down the stretch here, so you know that uh, we did, a, did something with our Benny Blue, uh, JB and Benny Blue review. Uh, just just last night, and JB has the Cardinals winning this division. He went so far as to do that last year as well. Yeah, man, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, hey, if it, last year it was kind of an unknown, and I would say, you know, I'd say Benny. Okay, look, I, yeah, he, I mean, even they were talking that mess last year, and I was still like, man, what's out smoking? But they came close to it. This year, with what we've seen so far, how you can come up with that assessment. And that's the thing, Jay. If it would have been an offseason of total quiet and everybody just 
busting their tail and working hard, regardless of what division they would play in, I'd say, yeah, they're on the right track. The way we've handled this offseason, the way our quarterback has, you know, showed his leadership or lack thereof, uh, I'm just saying this does not look like – Man, I am so happy to be here, Jay. (laughs) I'm so happy to be in this position, meaning we're getting ready for all the talk to be over. It's time – to put up a shut up, boy. All right. So so let's get so the last couple of things. So how important is it for the Cardinals to come through the first quarter of the season at two and two? We have the, the Chiefs at home, Raiders on the road, Rams at home, and Panthers on the road. Kent, how important would that be to just go two and two? Well, it's, it's not it's it's monumentally huge for me, Jay, because of what we've seen over the last two years. Imagine the starts that they had last year, they went seven and seven and still faltered down the line. Imagine if they got off to a slow start, match that with the falter at the end of the line. You could be looking at a eight, seven, six win team this year. So, and then the other thing is in this division, I mean, we don't, we yet are yet to know what San Francisco's going to look like with their new quarterback. We know the Rams. Well, I'm still. That's a question mark for me in some level. Not not a huge question mark, but it's just how do do they come out and are they do they have the same intensity? Do they want to just continue to just beat down the division? That's the question mark for me. I see hunger still in their eyes. Okay, and mainly, but and I'll tell you this much right now: the leadership that they have in Saul McVay is that's where their edge is. This dude's not going to allow you, even some of these veterans, to sleep on their morals. I mean, laurels. He's going to have these dudes ready to go. In my opinion, so that's why. So that's why you don't let your 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 team play during the preseason because Sean McVay is okay. Continue. How important is it? I I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get my blood pressure up. (laughs) He gonna hit me when he sees me on Saturday. Now, like I said, I'm not going to belabor, you know, just kill the the point. I guess I just think because of the fact that we've had some very slow finishes, if we have a slow finish, match that, or slow start, match that with a slow finish, that spells disaster. The other thing to keep in mind, Jay, the psyche of this team is very important as well. Okay. I mean, if we get off to a slow start, there are going to be a lot of people pointing fingers at our young quarterback and at 46 Point three that he's getting per year are his shoulders big enough to take the amount of criticism that might come from a one and three or oh and four or whatever you know we get through six games and we're two and four the 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 amount of i guess chatter that's going to be in the winds as a young quarterback who's already shown his propensity to go into his shell not want to address things does does it force him even further into the shell, or does he come out swinging with all his teammates behind his back? We're going to get this taken care of. It's going to be really important, in my opinion, uh, for them to get off to a good start. Because if they don't, then we might find out how early, very early uh, what you know Kyler Murray is really made of, and that could be uh, a bad thing. You know, how can the Cardinals win this game? How can they win this game? We're not trying to say you're predicting it. How yeah, yeah. can they win this game? I think they have to run the ball, have to establish it. Can't give up one or two early because uh, it is going to. It might look ugly in the beginning, but you can't abandon it. I think clock management is going to be crucial. Try to keep the ball away from 
the Chiefs as much as possible. No turn off turnovers, Jay, and no stupid sacks. Those ones where, you know, just spin and dive, that type of thing. Or the chuck and duck. We can't do those. We have to control the ball, stay away from turnovers, try to run the ball, keep it out of Casey's hands, and then we might have a chance. If we go guns blazing and we're just going to go out there and try to match them, uh, you know, uh, fire for fire, I don't think, especially because we haven't done it yet. We've right. seen them at least get out there. And, uh, we go out there, and it might be, bro, you're talking about uh, a gun backfiring on you. We might shoot ourselves for all we know. So I, I think the only way we do win this game, Jay, is ball control and not trying to be too cute. I don't want to see all these plays that we've been working on in practice that all of a sudden now, you know, we want to double, triple reverses and flea flickers <laughs> and stuff like that. And we haven't even done it against live ammunition, you know. So okay. keep it simple, control the ball, no turnovers, do nothing stupid, and try to walk away with a win. Other than that, they got a lot of room for error. All right, so so uh, so we already talked about kind of like those first game jitters, the preseason, where you mentioned some of the play calls. I mean, not some of the play calls, but maybe look for some of those holding penalties, some of those silly things that you typically work out in the preseason. So we talked about that. But let's get to it, man. Game game prediction. I got the Arizona Cardinals losing. Uh, I, I think it will be – man, I, I think this might be one of those 31-17 type games. What 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 you got? I because it's game one. I do have a, a score. I have the score. Uh, Chiefs winning. I went a little uh, lighter than that. I went thirty three twenty four. I might okay. be a little generous with our offense, but they might score one late. That type of thing. But I don't. You know, like I said, I just have a hard time thinking you can't practice or go live at all, and all of a sudden you're just going to come out and everything is going to be full. You know ready to go. So, you know, we're going to stumble early. I think the Chiefs end up winning this one, and I think it could be one of those games, like I said, that they win by double digits. All right, so that's how we do it, man. We we go, man. It's gonna be dope, especially when as we record it, because it'll be a little bit more <laughs> real time. Our reactions and stuff like that, depending on how I'm grinding during the day, I'll be right there. So uh, to be able to get that real time reaction. So on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, we will be doing this two times a week. So tell a friend to tell a friend Mondays and Thursdays. It'll get in your inbox a little bit earlier next week for for sure. But uh, but yeah, so we are presented by Bet Online. Tell a friend to tell a friend about what we, what we have going on. We hope you enjoy it because we enjoy it. It's going to be a fun season. I'm trying to tell y'all. Ed <laughs> is on one. Ed is on one. And as we always like to say around this time, uh, you can. Until next week, be easy out there. I want to give a special shout out to my older son, uh, Eddie, up in Utah. He's been listening to us and he actually even just sent me a text while we were sitting here filming this or taping this one. He's like, he just caught the issue before the one before this one. So special shout out. Appreciate you checking on his head. Yes, sir. Much love. Much love. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.